Okay, uh, welcome to the Art and Motherhood Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Brandy Hofer. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited. We have Lindsay from the Sleep Ranch here, and she's going to chat with us all about sleep. And we always talk about how self-care is always important, especially as um, busy parents, and we're all at home now, and we're all in one space, uh, that much more. So I just I love that we can chat and Lindsay can give us some tips and and um, maybe some of you can use them and work them into your everyday and night, most importantly, um, because I feel that sleep is number one. Uh, so Lindsay is a sleep coach. Can you explain, Lindsay, exactly what that is just to start off for everyone? Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> So, sleep coach. Okay, it sounds like a very fancy title. Actually, it doesn't sound that fancy, but I am a fancy person. Just kidding. Um, Okay, so a sleep coach. So, basically what I do, I'm a certified pediatric sleep coach, meaning that I work with families who are struggling with their child's sleep. So, the ages that I work with are from 16 weeks, so from four months, up until five years old-ish. So in that age range. So parents reach out to me um, and they say, like, these are our struggles. And then we just kind of take it from there. I try to figure out more, like, what's going on? What are your goals? What is preventing us from getting to those goals? And then I work with them in a variety of different um, scenarios for time lengths. And then we come up with a game plan and then we get their little kiddos sleeping. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you make it sound kind of easy, (laughs) Is it always I know. easy? I know. Well, it's funny you say that because <clears throat> I actually didn't even know what a sleep coach was before I had my first daughter. Um, and sleep just like non-existent. Like this kid just woke up. And I thought before I had kids, I was like, <clears throat> oh, they're just going to sleep when they're tired. Because you always focus on like, oh, getting like a stroller and a car seat. You don't really think about sleep. So Mm -hmm. I had her and I was like, this kid is just not sleeping. And the only way she would sleep is just by nursing. That's the only way I could get her to sleep. And you think it would be easy, but there were so many things that I was missing that I wasn't getting um, to set her up for success. So once I like when you going back to your question of how I make it sound so easy, once you know the foundation of healthy sleep and things to do to get to that path, it is easy. It truly is. It's just Mm -hmm. As a mom, like when I had my first, a first time mom, I had no idea. Like I had no idea like what wake windows were. Like I, if someone told me, put your kid down, like shorten the wake window by 15 minutes, like what, what is that? So getting that knowledge, it can like be like nine day. Like it, it can yeah. make the world of difference. So. You know, it's so funny because that is exactly what it was like for me with Gus. So we both have three kids. You have three girls, correct? Yes, I do. And so I have five. three boys. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Right. What are their ages? So I think they're very close in age. So my oldest is five, my middle is four, and then my little one is two. So it's like yeah. it's chaos it's here. Cool. And how your boys, yeah. I think, are very close in age. Yeah, six, four, and one. So yeah, so you're doing you're doing good. Like I me. Can, I totally understand. Gus was a nurser, and it was like seven to twenty times a night, and I did yeah. that for a Literally. year. Yeah, yeah, and right. we. Yeah, it's like, I remember I had like, I had like some like physical signs of like stress, but I don't even know how I functioned. Like it would, you do like, you, it's like, you're kind of crazy almost. I feel like I look back and and 
No, you don't. And I, and I feel like I don't, this is like, I feel shameful famous, but like I shouldn't, but I feel like I don't remember a lot of that time because I was so friggin' tired. Right. Yeah. And so, so exact same thing that you were saying. So with my oldest, who's Isabella, when she was baby, I had to nurse her all the time. And so mm-hmm. literally I remember sitting in the rocking chair in her room, nursing her. So that was the only way I could get her to sleep. My husband couldn't get her to sleep. No one could. So I couldn't go anywhere. Obviously, like I'm like, prisoner to this child as horrible as that sounds but that's how I felt because I couldn't get her to sleep and I remember like oh it was horrible like I would get up I'm not even kidding like every hour literally and go nurse her and she'd like suck 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 and go back to sleep and then to get her back into the crib I remember honestly like sitting in the rocking chair like I just have this memory like burned into my brain I remember rocking her in the middle of the night and being like, what have I done? Like, w- is this my entire life now? Like, it was not a good time because no, I was so and that's tired. Where, that's where you can hit. Like, it actually is dangerous. It's dangerous to let it go on for so long. 100%. And we did oh, hire a sleep coach, and it was so amazing. It, we were just, yeah, we weren't set up for success, so... We didn't know what a proper bedtime was, which right. blew my mind. We were trying for 7.30, and it's like 6. Yeah, for, yeah. Which yeah. like, that's it's how you can eat before then, right? I know. So it is an adjustment, and it's adjustment to everyone's routine. But once you hit that routine, it is like, what? And totally. my husband hired a sleep coach. I didn't agree to it. He did it. Um, we went with the program. Um, and it was like, it didn't even take the whole, I'm not sure how long is your program usually? Well, it depends on the method. So I do like yeah. one week package, but it depends on the yeah. method. Yeah. So that's going to determine how long it's going to take. But it can, if you're consistent, it's quick. Like it's, It literally took two nights. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally. So and here's the thing. Funny. So a, a lot of parents are like, and I think sleep coaching, it's a hot topic and but I think there's, it's not just like cried out because that's not what there's like, there's so much more to it. And there's so many different methods. And mm-hmm. It's not just put your baby in a crib. And I, and that was no. my hesitation, I think for so no. long. Cause I'm like, I can't, I can't just let her, I didn't know anything about this. So <clears throat> like I said, it's a very controversial topic. So if you're going to research, I just suggest you research evidence-based studies rather than opinion. But <clears throat> when you don't know, like I think as, as a new baby, like when they cry, they, they have a need. We need to tend to that need. And we're just kind of, that's just our instinct is to just, like, help them with everything because they're, they're... You'll do like, anything to stop exactly. the crime. Exactly. And in the middle of the night, it's just easier to go and just give them their sleep crutch, which just happened to be my boob, to mm-hmm. get them back to sleep. But in reality, what was happening was I was, like, spiraling downhill. And I feel like, um, this may be a little bit off topic, but I feel like that just triggered so much depression in my life because I was beyond exhausted and I and this is so not only like have I experienced this but there's there's so much more research and studies and literature out there now compared to 20 years ago that show the importance of sleep so not only for our child but for us as caregivers and, and mothers and fathers so we know that children who are rested can control their emotions better. They can interact easier with others. They can adapt to changes easier. They can learn easier. There are sometimes children who are misdiagnosed as ADD or ADHD when in reality, they're just totally tired. overtired, right? And yeah. so not only is it, and so that's where I come from, is not only are we doing this because like 
um, we need our kids to sleep, but our kids need to sleep. And so that's, that's even like for the child's health, but for the parent's health, like I, I went through some, some pretty big uh, postpartum depression, especially with my Mm -hmm. first. And I had some underlying depression. I feel like I've always kind of struggled with that, but having um, just the sleep deprivation just built and built and built. And that was like, it was like my breaking point. Like I just, I started to resent motherhood. I started to resent my husband because he's just sleeping and here I am dealing with this goddamn mm-hmm. baby that won't sleep. And, and, I, and I feel like I'm still partially dealing with this because I feel a lot of guilt with my first because I didn't have a bond with her. I, I didn't enjoy being a mom. I, I just, it, it wasn't what I pictured it to be. And so even still, like I'm going to counseling, I'm talking about like, how how I need to be forgiving with myself and gentle with myself that it was a freaking hard time and that yeah it definitely has an impact on things still to this day. Hmm. Yeah, to carry that with you, except it was something that uh, is a very common but not talked about struggle. Um, right. People For sure. and we talked about this. Always keep it out, like hush hush when it really needs to be a, a, a conversation. Uh, yeah. that we all need to approach with open minds and open arms because it is so common and it people need help. Like totally we need to talk totally. about it in order to to, you know, um help people, you know, come into the light and, and it's not an easy fix and like you said, you're still dealing with it. So um like if people have the resources and the ways to improve, I just think it would just be not so isolating. And like I did a lot from, and I remember being so lonely as a first time mom. Uh, It's different when you just have one than when you have two, uh, because it's everything is new for everyone. And it is a huge shift in your life. Um, Especially now, more than ever, we need to talk about this because we are actually trapped at home. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. And, and it's funny because when when the pandemic started, I honestly thought that my business was going to slow down because people are being laid mm-hmm. off and they maybe can't afford to hire hire resources like this. But it, it was like the opposite because people are trapped home with their kids. They're like, oh my god, like I need this kid to sleep. Like if I'm working from home. I can't be up with my kid all night and then have to work all day the next day from home. So mm-hmm. if anything, I think it's kind of switched because there is no reprieve. Like there's no, like you said, like we are literally trapped at home. So I think people are just kind of realizing more so now, like it's not just for the child's sake, like it's for our as caregivers and moms and dads, our sake of having that sleep. And it's really no different than, then, um, like, impairedness, like, being that sleep-deprived, like, it can definitely, and, oh and not God, only, yes. like, for, like, our mental health, but, like, like, and I encourage you to research this, like, look up the, the negative effects of sleep deprivation, like, obesity, um, like, there's a ton of things that, that can come from sleep dep- deprivation. It's a biological need. It is. Yeah. I, just, I, it is number one. It is number totally. one for me. Um, and especially because you're going, like, you're giving 200% every day when you're at home like, because you have no choice. Exactly. Um, I love, I always try to find the fun and that's the light side of being at home. 
but there are there are struggles, and you know, no one else is going to cook the meal or do the dishes or get someone here to there. Like it's always nice to have help, but you're you're you have to do it because they need you. So yeah. by yeah. like eight thirty or nine, I feel like it's midnight, and I always tell people I burn the midnight oil, but it just feels like the night. <laughs> I agree. No, I like, agree. And that. the reason I brought you on is I just really wanted to reinforce that message that um, you need to work on that so you can be the best person. You take care of yourself first. Self-care is number one. So you can better take care of others because we want to create good memories and good feelings and the best to our ability, a good childhood for our children. And, and yeah, I wanted to bring you on because I just still believe in that. And I have every day a plethora of messages and people reaching out, like, how are you doing what you're doing? Um, because I really, we really do, like, we have our high, highs and lows, but we really do, for the most part, have fun, you know, uh, creating our artwork and, and playing. And, and I don't have... I think a lot of people think I have like someone helping, like watching my kids. Like I don't. It's I. I have um, a little help from my mother-in-law and a little help from my dad uh, and my sister, like here and there. But it's me all day. So, and I only know this how important sleep is because I was on the other side, just like you, like right. functioning. Yeah on this weird in this weird universe of no sleep and um I didn't like myself I I feel like I was a high functioning like I it almost feels like a high functioning like alcoholic or something like you're just it is like a high you're riding off of yes um yeah and yeah it and I didn't know what to do. Like I kept reading books and, and nothing was helping. And it's so funny. Like now looking back, something was like right in my face. Um, so Jan Arden, uh, many Canadians would know who she is, but she's a Canadian, like I would say mostly like a songstress, but actress, whatever. I had made this painting of her. Uh, for our theater that I worked at, for the poster that we were using, so I was a promotions coordinator and hospitality. Um, but she was coming through, and she had actually wanted to buy that painting. And then fast forward, I was in Matt leave a year later, and she was coming, and I was to meet her at the theater. So I had to put Gus to bed, like I thought, two hours early. <laughs> but it wasn't actually... And he never slept. And then all of a sudden, I have to do this thing at night, which I had, it was the first time we had ever left him. Because he was like six months old. Um, And I was so afraid to leave him. And he slept, he slept for like seven hours straight. And I got to meet Jan Arden, give her the painting, go to the concert. I was like, oh, it just must be, it just must be a lucky day. Right? It all aligns for you. Totally. It was just going, it was, he needed to go to bed at that time. Like, I just, it was, like, right in my face, but being like, hello. Um, Yes. And, um, yeah, so once that, that all changed, it was, it was just, 
Yeah, but it, it took a year, right? Yeah, it it and you know what? I find like from my perspective, like as a sleep coach, I find, so I have parents reach out to me with with children of all ages, and I honestly find <clears throat> that it's it's easier to create healthy habits than it is to break negative habits. So the and I feel like starting. I mean, there's things you can do from day one with your newborn to to help work mm-hmm. on healthy sleep, like a sleep environment, like dark, white noise, etc. Um, but it's and I even find like not only for kids. So the more sleep deprivation they have. I don't know if the word harder is the right word, but the more challenging it is to get them to, like, the more they can protest, the more sleep deprived they are, the more of a process it's going to be compared to um, a child that's like 16 weeks old, four months old, because I feel like it's, like I said, it's easier to build healthy habits than it is to, to break negative habits. So yeah, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Totally. How you need to, you need to care for yourself in order to care for others. And if that means taking the time to, nap your kids so that you can nap or you can go on the treadmill or you can get a workout in or whatever you need to do to feed your own soul is going mm-hmm. to just trickle onto the whole family and it's just going to make it easier for everyone. And, and I think, and it's, it's funny because I think even like, even still now, I think you say like, Oh, I'm going to take a nap. It's almost viewed like you're lazy. Like what's wrong with you? Like, are you sick? Like, why do you need to yeah. nap? It's like a weakness, but it shouldn't be like that. Because no, not at it, all. It's no different than like, but I feel like that's just how society is. And I feel like sleep is no different than food. We're not going to feed our kids junk food and we're not going to feed ourselves McDonald's all the time. So why are we treating sleep differently? Sleep is literally just as healthy, if not more than food. Because if, I mean, sleep deprivation is a form of torture. It literally is. So I think prioritizing that, and I feel like, and as a mom of three, I'm sure you can relate to this also, that like routine is like what keeps me sane in my life. And a lot of people will be like, oh, you like, you're always like going home early. I'm like, yes, because my kids need to go to bed. And if I don't put them to bed early, if I put them to bed, like, like your advice is saying, they're going to be up all night. So this is what I need to do for my family that works for my family. And I think it's just finding your groove with that of what works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you really do have to hit those. I I call them zones. <laughs> I never want to hit a red zone, but like staying in green is like where I want to be uh, yep. with like timing wise on, on routine. And the reason why we have such good days is because we stay in those zones or windows and yep. I yep. get messages like my husband doesn't appreciate the, the zone or the window. <laughs> like I know they don't quite get it to the same, but I'm like, if you're not home in 15 minutes, like, we're going to miss it and and we're going to yeah. pay for the nap and we're going to pay totally. tonight totally. and then we're going to pay tomorrow. Like, exactly. Because what happens, exactly. Because what happens with sleep is, so it's just like you and I, you stay up late, you're tired, then all of a sudden, boom, you get your second wind. You're good to go. So just like with babies and children, they, they can only really be awake for a certain amount of time. And it, and it, it's flexible, it varies in age and on from child to child. But what happens is if we keep them awake too long, So say you have like a newborn and you're like, oh, I'm going to keep you awake more during the day so you sleep more at night. Mm -hmm. That could, I know it would make sense in reality, but that does not work. That's like the total opposite because what happens is if we keep our children awake too long, they're going to become overtired and an overtired person slash child uh, produces cortisol rather than melatonin. And an overtired child that's producing cortisol has a hard time falling asleep, staying asleep, has night waking, has early morning. So it just kind of, it just, it's a disaster. So, and I know sometimes it's not always um, 
convenient to be home for every single nap. And when your kids like really young, they have more naps. But just remember, like, this is a phase. This is not a life sentence. And and you have to live your life. And I realize, I mean, it's easy right now because of, I guess, COVID. It, it, we're home more so we can be on schedule. But once things kind of go back to normal, we're going to have the odd nap on the go. And we're going to have the odd late bedtime. And that's mm-hmm. just life. And you still need to live your life. But I think even if you can follow like the 80-20 rule, 80% of the time we're like on track, just like with nutrition and, and fitness, like if you can stick to this 80% of the, t- the time, you're going to get good results. It's just yeah, being mindful of that. Of that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, like Finn, my second, because we knew all everything moving forward, and I'm sure this is a huge exciting thing. Like, it wasn't perfect from the get-go, but you did all the things, the sound machine, the black room, the sleep sacks, right. the, right. the whatevers. And um, Gus and I actually, so Gus and I actually made, like, this giant art series because I I looked at it as a positive. I'm like, we're at home, but we also have an in-home studio, and Gus really loves cars and tracks and playing with us. So all we did was... It was kind of like two birds with one stone. I got my painting time in. He got his, like, really fun to play, like, um, sensory time in. And then we ended up making, like, this crazy giant art series that, like, to this day, I'm like, I don't even know how we did that. It's because Ben naps three times a day, then he naps yeah. three times a day, then he walks once, once a day. And and we still, that's when I still hit the mid-nap together. So I also made this series with Gus and... I make and I got the middle of the day nap, and then I got to dance later and paint. So it's just like a perfect example of if you do hit the green zone with sleeping and exercise and play, you get this golden time to yourself. Totally. So one, feed feed your soul and feed yourself. Number two, develop and keep relationships like with your your partner alive and well and healthy too like that is also very important and you had a freaking walk with your other kid like it's yeah. just there's so many ones that can come from hitting the same time um instead of pushing it like well i just want to do this or i just want to get this or i just need to go to the extra store just scrap it and and stick to the the times like it just it's a no-brainer for me now, you know. Yeah, I agree with you totally. Yeah, and I and just mentally, like I I feel so much better. There were times in my life where I did I did seek help, and I did you know. So I know what a low feels like, and and how to best best keep it at like a uh, a good level where we can all function happily. Yeah, I I make this this kind of joke that when I work, like when I'm really tired or like I work a night shift, I feel like I'm hungover the next day because there's like no wild story to tell about it. So if I'm going to feel hungover, I want to have a damn good party story to go with it. It doesn't seem to happen when I'm up tired with my kids. No, it's never fun. It's really never worth it. (laughs) No, it is. That's just it. it. Even like now relating to alcohol, like even one beer, like is it even worth it? Am I going to like... It's just better to not even go down that road. <laughs> I know. I I love how it's forced. Like it's forced out the bad habits that life. It has. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. My little children will have me up early, and then they don't. They don't have any uh, 
any um, patience or uh, forgiveness with with that the next day. So no, and you know what? Like uh, I don't know if it's the same for girls, but with my boys, it's like full on energy, like right at six six thirty, like a butt in the face, like kind of like hey, I'm here. Like it's no like graceful waking. It's like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a button in the face. That's exactly how you explain it. Yeah, that's exactly a button in the face. Wake up, mom. Yeah, or like whatever they decide to do that morning. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, crazy. They're crazy little kids. No, it's pretty fun. And I want to, and I, you know what? Like, I want this time for me to, like, be happy and enjoying myself and look back and like, man, I missed when they were, because I will. I know totally. I miss it. Totally. Uh, yeah. Well, I know. you know, it's such a weird journey. I think that we can pretty much wrap up the conversation. And is there anything else you want to chat about on the podcast? Because we are going live, and maybe it's going to give us some like quick tips on how you can integrate um, getting your sleep into your life. You can also, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, so I have a website. It's www.thesleepranch.com. It's the mm-hmm. sleep ranch because my husband and I live on a cattle ranch. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. Uh, I'm at the sleep ranch, or you can just shoot me an email, Lindsay with an E L I N D S E Y at the sleep ranch.com. Super. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Hey, this is my first podcast I've ever been on. So thank you, Brandy, for thinking of me. I love it. It's so cool. It was really fun chatting with you. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks so much, Brandy. A huge thank you to Lindsay from the Sleep Ranch. We loved our chat about sleep. We want more of it, and hopefully we helped you get a little more of it just from that conversation alone. Lindsay will be popping on live with us on Wednesday at uh, 1230 um, Mountain Standard Time. Is that how you say it? Mountain Standard Time? MST? Uh, yeah, you guys get me. Um, on live on our Instagram at Brandy Hofer Artist. We will also let people know about new podcast releases and new collection releases and uh, limited print releases and everything that we're up to. Basically, uh, you'll be the first to know if you subscribe to our newsletter. So make sure you pop on our site and do so. And thank you for your time today. We certainly appreciate you being here and giving us a little bit of that. Uh, We'll chat with you all soon. And I'm so good at signing out. So we'll just I'll just keep talking for two more minutes and it'll be awkward. No, I'm going to go and and bye.